Good morning, listeners. This is Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started, a daily podcast. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dive right in with Crosswalk.com. Psalm 16, verse 8 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Listeners, when we wake up and we start reading the word, we are encouraged to do this because we are Christ followers. It prepares us for the day. It's like nourishment, our daily bread. God, (laughs) if we go, immediately to God's throne, to his throne room, all the verses that we'll read that morning will bombard our mind. The verses assure us that God has us under control, his control. God knows beforehand that we're going to need his assurance and he would never leave us. He will always make good on that promise. Psalm 16 reminds us that God is always before us in all things and he is also right in the thick of it with us. Because of that, we will not be shaken, listeners. God is always with you, always listens to you, and always loves you. God hears us. In Psalm 16, David reminds us why he prayed to God. David tells us that he prays because he knows God will answer. God bends down to listen as we pray. David, who is called a man after God's own heart, tells the Lord, to bend down and listen. And we need to do the same. The good news is all of us can. Because in Matthew 10, verse 29, God tells us that he knows when even a sparrow falls and he uses those tiny little birds to make a point. He first tells us that we are worth way more than a sparrow. God cares about what we care about. We know this is true when we read about how God gave us his most precious son. Nothing can ever compare with that. So how can we think our requests will not be acknowledged? Sometimes... We hear the whispers of the enemy of our soul who tries telling us that God is finished, tired of listening to our prayers. Well, listeners, this is a lie. It's a bold-faced lie, and it's a desperate measure of the devil to try to get us to stop talking to God. The devil knows the power that is available when any child of God is on his or her knees. Oh yes, listeners, we are living in a crazy world 
people are scared, not knowing what will happen to their families and friends. But God is still sovereign. Remember that. While he is up above, he is forever watching us here on earth. As Psalm 16 tells us, he is also at our right hand. He is with us and also before us in all things. I love knowing that. God loves his children, listeners, so much that he provides a way for us to someday live with him forever. God will never tire of hearing our prayers. And he tells us that we can come boldly to the throne of grace anytime and and obtain mercy when we need it. Amen. Here's a poem that was written by, let me get her name, let me get her name, uh, uh, Anne Peterson. And it is beautiful. It's called Take His Hand. I do not understand my life. It's difficult for me. Some questions have no answers, at least that I can see. And yet with every year I've grown, there is a truth that God makes known. I do not have to understand, but simply take my Father's hand. Amen. Good job, Ann Peterson. And she's a a regular contributor to Crosswalk. She's a poet, a speaker, and a published author. God bless you, Ann. Thank you. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back. We got more. We missed a whisper yesterday, and we can't do that. So, listeners, sit back and Tune your ears in. God's going to whisper in our ear. And there's a double message today. So pay close attention. Whether your challenges in life are big or small, I want you to know that I am here to help you. The things that seem big to you are small to me. Whether you realize it or not, you need me continually in everything. I want you to have rest for your soul, to cease the struggle with life, and to find peace in the journey with me. I want you to do life with me, in me, through me, by me, and for my glory. You'll need to invite me into every area of your life so that I might work supernaturally in everything you face. You'll need to relinquish your fears, to surrender control and trust that I am able to do the impossible, which you cannot. Apart from me, you can do nothing. But if you remain in me, trusting and obeying, you can do everything. 
Your desperate need for me is not a sign of your weakness, but it is evidence of your strength, your faith in me. So don't allow your worries to cause you to drift into self-sufficiency. Depend upon me completely and you will find that I will enable you to do more than you had ever imagined. Amen. Listeners, John chapter 15, verse 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. Here's another message directly from our Lord. He says, I know it can be difficult to rest when life is continually keeping you from doing so. I want you to enter into my rest even when physical rest is difficult. Entering into my rest is simply trusting me and letting go of your worries. I want you to focus on my word when your faith is failing and you are weary and weak. My word will strengthen you in ways you can't imagine. Fix your thoughts on me and take a break from your worrying. I want you to grow in your ability to trust me and you will need to experience difficult situations to teach you that. Walking in faith is a lifetime journey, not a brief walk. As you continue to grow in your faith, remind yourself continually to cast your cares on me. Be anxious for nothing and to trust me at all times and in all things. If you'll be diligent in your relationship with me, you'll find yourself at rest more and more. And even as the storms of life rage around you, I want you at peace, filled with my strength, assured that I have prepared a future and a hope that will not disappoint you if you'll turn your troubles over to me. You can rest. Amen. And listeners, Hebrew chapter 4, verse 3 says, We who believe are entering that place of rest. As God said, so I angrily took a solemn oath that they would never enter my place of rest. God said this even though he had furnished his work. Furnished. Even though he had finished his work when he created the world. Amen. Beautiful. Please let his words sink in. Rewind, play it again if you need to hear it. When the Lord is talking directly to us like this, 
There's nothing better. Listeners, there's nothing better. We're getting it right from the source. And it's so comforting, isn't it? It is encouraging to know that God does exist, that he does know us, that he does care, and that he does talk to us in our ear. Stay right there. We'll be right back. And now from a spectacle of glory, this is God's light shining through me every day. Pray with me, listeners. Lord, I guess this has been one of the times when I feel a little distant from you. Your comfort seems over the horizon somewhere and discouragement presses in on me. Today, I declare by faith that you are with me as close and attentive and as loving as you have ever been. I choose to rest in this strong reality. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, how grateful I am that you have a game plan for my life and that I don't have to arrange events or force outcomes to make all that happen. I trust your heart for me today. I rest in your wise and loving plan, even when it includes situations that seem like obstacles and roadblocks. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, do you see my hand? I am stretching it out. I am reaching for you. You know the issues of my life, my doubts, my fears, my pain, and even the longings that I have never shared with another soul. I believe in your love, your power, and your healing. Renew my hope today, Lord, for I am placing all my confidence in you. Amen. Father, I've experienced anxiety again and again. Your word says that you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Well, when I see your face through my pain, the stress slips away and the tangles in my anxious thoughts unravel. Yes, it still hurts, but I don't face that hurt alone. I have you, Lord, the living God, to bring me peace. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, Thank you for the presence and protection of your mighty angels. Thank you for the times you have intervened in my life, turning me, redirecting me, alerting me when I wasn't even aware of their help. I look forward to the day when I will worship you alongside these wonderful fellow servants of Jesus. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, thank you 
for your promise in Psalm 139 that wherever we are, you are there too, in the light and in the dark, at home or across an ocean, and you are in the middle of every pressured day, every responsibility, if only I have eyes to see. Reveal yourself, Lord, in the busiest moments of my day today. Amen. Pray with me. Lord, please don't let those, please don't let me lose my flavor, my edge. You've called me to be salty, to have a distinctive tang and taste that stands out from the empty, tasteless values of the culture. Please don't allow the distractions and trials of my life to wash me out and dilute my testimony. Help me, Lord, to be the salt that you have called me to be. Amen. Loving it, loving it. Pray with me, Lord Jesus. I want to partner with you in this. Help me not to spend the rest of my days looking over my shoulder, remembering what was, the way things used to be. In your strong, gentle grace, renew my vision and align my heart with your plans, your intentions for the rest of my life. Amen. Pray with me. How good it is, Father, to color this day with praise before any other brushes paint in dark shades of cynicism, of negative talk, and despair. Thank you, Lord, for meeting me in the quiet corners of the morning. And with David, I say, you are my fortress and my strong refuge. I sing of your strength and love because you share it so generously with me. Amen. Thank you, Joni Tada, for those beautiful, beautiful prayers. Be back in a moment. I was looking at Instagram yesterday <laughs> and I found something so cute I gotta share. It says, when God wanted to create fish, he spoke to the sea. When God wanted to create trees, he spoke to the earth. When God wanted to create man, he spoke to himself. He created man in his own image and in his own likeness. Now, if you take a fish out of water, it dies. If you remove a tree 
from its soil, it dies. If man is disconnected from God, our spirit dies. It is only in him that life exists. When you don't have the Holy Spirit, you become comfortable in your sinful state. You get comfortable in praying less, in praising less. You get comfortable in selfishness. Wisdom is applying faith. Amen. I thought that was beautiful. And now God's way day by day. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. God created us to be spiritual and emotional beings. In that way, we are most like God. In the spiritual inner dimension, we have been created in his own image. The spiritual, emotional, psychological nature is the foremost aspect of who we are, listeners. It is the part of us that has a capacity for eternity. After having created this essential and vital aspect of man's being, God then put man in a physical body, set him into a natural environment, gave him material substance, and blessed him with human companions. When we neglect or negate the emotional and spiritual part of who God made us to be, we are immediately in a state of need. We are immediately in a state of lack. We are immediately in a state of want and disharmony. Amen. Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God shall guard your hearts. Don't worry pray, Paul says, and notice the immediate result, peace. Even before our prayers are answered, there's peace. Before we have any idea of how things will work out, there is peace. Why? Because by crying out to God and unloading our cares and burdens on Him, he is assured of, and we are reminded of, our dependence on him. And that is what pleases him. Amen. Alleluia. 
get that, listeners. When we unload our cares and our burdens on him, that is what pleases him. Amen. I love it. 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, The devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith. The sequence for every temptation we face is thought, fantasy, desire, choice, and willful decision to yield. The process may happen very quickly and in a matter of seconds at a time. Again, remember, the sequence for every temptation, and we face them, listeners, oh yes we do, the sequence is fantasy, sorry, is thought, fantasy, desire, choice, willful decision to yield. The best time to put a stop to any any temptation is when it is still an idea. We need to confront temptation to sin with an idea that is godly. That godly idea may be a prayer for God's help, a refocusing of the mind on a goal that the Lord has set before us, or a verse of scripture that we repeat to ourselves aloud. Listeners, start memorizing verses to recite in the face of temptation. You know a good one. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Well, that's when the devil comes on you. He is a weapon and you don't want him to prosper. Prepare yourself in advance so that when that white hot moment of temptation comes, you will have a full scriptural arsenal as part of your response. I think I'm going to study them so that we can get those quick responses. I'm going to study them and share them. Don't you worry. That concludes our podcast for today. Why? Because we ran out of time only because of that. The listeners I know in my heart, we got these blessings started for today. We did it. We showed up. We prayed. It's on and popping now. Have a great day. Come back tomorrow. Be blessed. God loves you. Bye for now. Thank you.